This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Botox Cosmetic. Out of botulinum toxin A. FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome back to Rams Talk Podcast. Uh, we're here today uh, with a real episode as opposed to last week, which uh, I'm very sorry to everyone that listened to it. Um, but some people seem to enjoy it, which was good. Uh, I'm joined today by three really good lads, two regular lads and a very special guest. Uh, so first off, uh, Chris Matthews Redwood. How are you, Chris? Hello, mate. I'm all good. Just checked on Twitter, mind. It says our broadcast isn't available. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. well, that's good to hear. That's good to so hear. We're talking, so we are talking to ourselves. <laughs> Uh, how are you? Are you right? Yeah, I'm good, mate. I'm good. I'm good. Good stuff. Good stuff. Vic Singh as well. How are you, Vic? I'm all good, mate. How are you? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Thank you. Wish I was still in Crete, not going to lie. Um, <laughs> but it's been pretty warm since I've come back, so it's not been too bad. And uh, last but certainly not least, uh, if people have listened for a long time, I don't think you've been on for quite a while now, um, but we've got Ben Margit with us today. How are you, Ben? Hello, I'm very good. And who would want to be in Crete when you could be in Burton? You know, exactly, exactly. It's the place to be. I've heard. Um, First place of Louis Sibley. It's a cultural landmark. <laughs> so I used to see Louis Sibley all the time. He used to just go and just have a kick about the field near where I used to play. So mm. it was quite weird just seeing him there. And then a week later, he was playing for Derby <laughs> against like Man United at the Cup. Um, but yeah, nah, strange place. But anyway, <laughs> straight into the episode. So we've got uh, a, a special episode today. I seem to say that every week at the minute. Um, but essentially, what we're going to be doing is going through all the players that Derby have at the minute and say who we think should stay and who we think should go. So I think we only have 14 players at the minute. Um, not not a lot of players. Uh, we need a little bit of depth. Obviously, we've not included players that are slightly out of the first team, so the likes of um, you know Kwaku Adoro won't be involved in this because, to be honest, I don't know a single thing about him. Uh, so it'd be hard to pass judgment. So we're going to go through all the players that we've got and basically say who we think should be staying. Um, so the first one, I guess we start at the back. It makes the most sense. Chris. Joe Wildsmith, I was impressed last season. I'd definitely keep him. What do you reckon? Yeah, he was my runner-up to um, this year as my player of the season. So, definitely, I think he's been fantastic. And I'd like to get him on a two-, three-year contract, personally. He's been really yeah. good. 
Yeah, I agree. And and Vic, it's, it is a bit of a no-brainer, isn't it? I think he was a good performer all season. I think I can only remember one real mistake that he made, um, which was when we were 3-0 down to Barnsley anyway, so it didn't really matter. Um, he's been solid. He's been dependable. A far cry from some of the keepers we've had in recent years that we've been chatting about over the last couple of days. He's got to stay, hasn't he? Yeah, I mean, he's an integral part of the spine that we need to build in order to get that promotion that we want to get from League One. So uh, he had a great season last season. I think he'll he'll just build with confidence now. He's only 20, what, 26, 27. Mm. So he's at peak age as well, um, if not just before it. Yeah, keep him. He's a solid keeper at this level and uh, long may that continue as well. <laughs> you just had to get that in there. You just had to get it in. Um <laughs> Uh, ben, what do you reckon? Uh, I really like Joe Wildsmith. Um, I'm not too sure about a keeper who wears short sleeves, but uh, <laughs> day, mate. well, I know what's what's the world coming to. Uh, but you know, he he does fill me with confidence, which I don't think I have been off a derby keeper since Carson. Probably, um, I mean, saying that Kellerus was played for us on and off awfully but mm. now he's apparently the best keeper in scotland so maybe it's just a derby problem ruining keepers but we haven't <laughs> seemed to have ruined him yet and i'm sure what defenders we have and whatever defenders will bring in will hopefully be filled with confidence of having him there in the back line yeah i hope you're right um and i think out of all of them to talk about he's probably the easiest isn't he um you know he's solid dependable and yeah, let's hope that we don't break him <laughs> like we've broken others. Mm. Um, and before we jump on to the next one, we've got a, a comment on YouTube from David Clarkson who says, keep the pods coming, lads. Don't you worry, oh. David. All the way through the summer, we're going to be slaving away, uh, trying to come up with something uh, we're getting desperate now. So if anyone has any ideas of things... God that knows want, what um, we're only yeah. <laughs> Who knows what will happen next week? Um, so second player to talk about, I've got this thing up... Um, from Ollie Wright, who's Derby County blog, and he's he's done this really good spreadsheet with all the different players and all the different positions. And it's quite funny looking at our defence because we quite literally have two out-and-out defenders. Um, so our, our one senior centre-half, uh, Chris, Erin Cashin, he's got to stay, hasn't he? I bloody hope so, unless someone, unless someone, someone buys him. But yeah, he's got to be, as um, Vic said, he's got to be part of our spine next season. Um and yeah, there's there's no way we can afford to let him go without decent money coming in so we can replace him. But he's got to be one of those that's going to be here for the next three, four years if we want to get where we want to be. So yeah, fingers crossed, eh? Yeah, I hope you're right. Um, Vic, do you agree? Yeah, yeah, I agree completely. Like Chris said, he's going to be part of the, the spine that we need to build. Uh, probably one of the best centre-backs in League One last season. And he's young as well, so they'll only build. The only thing I think would tempt us is if we have silly money offer coming. And I'm not going to talk 20, 30 million. I'd probably say at this level, maybe five or six million. If someone bid that, I wouldn't be surprised if we accepted it. Um, but we've got to keep him because he's part of the spine. Well, exactly. And think of the quality of player we could bring in with five or six million at this level as well. So, yeah, I agree. I think, yeah, he's one of those where we want to keep him, but... Mm, if a big money bid comes in, who knows? Um, ben, what do you reckon? I think the only thing that would put other teams off signing him is his height. But then Lasoro Martinez came right into Man United and played amazingly. So, unfortunately, that means I think teams all start to trust smaller centre-backs now. Um, 
it's very hard for him to put a foot wrong at this level. He's so clearly far and above mm-hmm. 99% of other central defenders in this league. There's football in brain. I think playing next to Curtis Davis, next to Jagielka, Stearman as well, get just lapping up all that experience. Forsyth, of course, as well. Lapping up that experience, turning him into a stronger, more well-rounded player with just the exact right amount of timing that he needs to go into a tackle. He, he, I'm not sure he actually got uh, sent off this se- last season. I don't think he I did. I don't think so. Oh, no. he did in the cup, but it got rescinded. He did it? in the, yeah. Um, and I, I think a lack of reds does show a really good footballing brain on him. Mm. Yeah, he's a good player. I think it's one of those where we definitely want to keep him. I think there'll be a few more of those in this episode as well. Um, so one that isn't on this list, I've noticed, is Jake Rooney. I think that's clearly because he's quite obviously, you want to keep him as a young lad. We get no benefit from letting him go, so we'll go with keep. Um, and then on to Craig Forsyth. So Fozzie, he's just signed a new deal, so this chat is massively redundant if we say sell. Um, but he's just signed a new deal. Um, I think he, last season he was dependable, he was reliable. Um, I think he looked really strong at centre-back. I think him and Cash formed a really strong partnership as well, which was good to see. Uh, he's a good lad. He's a leader in the dressing room. He's got probably the most boring testimonial of all time coming up. Um, Chris, Craig Forsyth, I mean, again, I know it, that sounds like a broken record here because I keep saying it. Um, I keep him. I think he's reliable. His wages aren't astronomical in this division. They're actually lower than our wage cap. Um, which, you know, considering he played in the Championship for so long, is, is really strong. Um, keep Fozzie? Yeah, definitely. I just hope we're not too reliant on him next season. I hope we can get players in where Fozzie sort of takes up the Curtis Davis mantra of, you know, um, bringing on an experienced head to hold out a win. That would be ideal. I, I do fear if we end up playing him every game next season, there's going to be something wrong. Um, mm. But yeah, he's definitely one of those who deserves... He deserves a lifelong contract to Derby until he um, and, and, until he retires. In my opinion, he's been an excellent servant, but I'm just hoping we don't start seeing the mistakes that we saw Curtis Davis make. But yeah, definitely one to have in and around the changing room. His experience is going to be invaluable. Yeah, and you know if he gets the look that Craig Bryson did uh, when Sam Rush gave him that ten-year ambassador contract that's worth something like a hundred grand a year, you know Fozzie could be here forever if <laughs> if we get some dodgy dealings like that coming through again. Um, Vic, you agree? Yeah, I agree. Again, it's the experience we need that. Um, Cashin's a young lad, so he's going to need that experience head beside him. Um, He's like he's he's like a fine one, and he's he's just got better with age. I feel, especially moving into that centre back role. Um, so yeah, we've got to keep him just for the experience and leadership qualities. I don't think he'll play every game next season, if I'm honest. Mm. But it'll be good to have around the place. Mm, completely agree, Ben. You said before we started recording, uh, you might have some words. Mm. I'm scared about what you're going to say. <laughs> well, I've always thought to myself with Craig Forsyth. That there's always going to be one or two clangers in him a season, just one or two, but mm. they they always seem to be at like vital moments. But he's re- he's really impressed me this season. Really impressed me. Uh, strong in the header. Um, you can really hear him like shouting at other players, telling them where they need to be. Um, I agree that we shouldn't be playing him nearly as much next season, but. It, having him in and around the dressing room will be more than enough for the rest of the squad to feel his influence. 
completely agree. Completely agree. Right, defenders done. Now a sort of midfield. Wow. Oh god. So on to the midfield defenders. Um so we've got one player, well, two players in this category. Uh Corey Smith. Now I'm gonna be a little bit con I don't even know if this is controversial actually. Um Corey Smith, I genuinely wasn't that impressed with him last season. I think he had a, a little bit, he had a decent run at right back when we were in our good run of form. I think in midfield, I I don't think he's, he's not really got the legs. He's not quick. He, you know, he doesn't really get around like our other midfielders do. I don't think he's that talented going forwards either. I think he's he's a good player to control the tempo, but we've already got players like Max Bird that can do that already. And I think if we got a proper right back in, I, I can't see a space for him in the team. So I think for the first time, and he's, you know, north of 30 as well. So I think for the first time, he's one of those where if a bid came in, I mean, I don't think there would be one, but if a bid came in and we had the right cover, I wouldn't be too disappointed to see Smith go. What do you reckon, Chris? Uh, yeah, he's one of two players I've got on my list that is in the middle of keep and sell. I honestly don't really care. Um, I don't think he's been, he hasn't set set the world on fire. Um, there have been some games we haven't even noticed he's been on the pitch. And as you said, we've got players like him who can do uh, who, who can do a job. So even if we don't get a fee for him, it frees up some wages, doesn't it? But yeah, if he stays, he stays. But I just don't, I, I'm, I'm one of those, I don't really care, to be, to be brutally honest. Poor Corey. Uh, Vic? Sorry, mate. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd keep him, but as a squad player, so I wouldn't really think of him as the first 11. The only thing I think if Max Bird was to be sold, I think maybe he could just be that ready-made replacement. But I'd keep him just, just to build up the squad. Because his, again, the experience will probably help us at this level. Mm. Ben? Do you know what player he really reminds me of? George oh. Evans. Just, yeah. you know, he's he's fine, he'll do, he'll fit into the squad, but there is not a single performance or a single goal or game that you can write home about where he's been the absolute standout. Um, plays his role. Hope he, honestly, well, I'd like to keep him just to have more players in the building. Um, and, you know, when he plays, consistent five out of ten. So yeah. yeah, do you want that? Do you do you want a five out of ten every week? Well, would would you rather a consistent five out of ten or a three out of ten with a eight or nine here and there? So mm. I don't know. No. For me, for me, keep Corey. But and yeah, I agree. I I don't see what other club would come in. I I can see him playing for Solihull Moors in like five seasons. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure they'd welcome a player of that calibre. I'm sure they would. So, <laughs> viva the Solihull Moors. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I think we've all sort of pulled in a similar direction. I know we've said different things in, in some ways, but he, he is, he, he's average, isn't he? He's very average. He's very average at a lot of things. I think his weaknesses are, are very obvious and he doesn't have as many maybe like explicit strengths as some of the other midfielders that we have have got. So, yeah. His, Prior his to him coming in, I from the highlights I saw, he seemed like he was a really, really good dribbler. And that was yeah. going to be his thing. He was going to be a ball carrier. But you just 
he passes it back, passes it to the side, just gets on with it. He is he seems like a really nice guy though. Yeah, he does. And, he? and for that, ten out of ten. <laughs> ten out of ten. I tell you what, Corey Smith is, and this might be controversial. Corey Smith is everything that the bird haters say Max Bird is. Absolutely. That's what I think. Everything that people hate, like people that don't like Max Bird and just say he's sideways and backwards, man. Everything they say Bird apparently does is what Smith does, which I think is quite interesting. I mean, I could be talking rubbish, but that's that's just how I see it. Um, but I guess anyway, not... thank you, Corey. Yeah, yeah, thanks, Corey. Um, yeah. <laughs> but on to the next midfielder defender. Uh, I've got Jason Knight. So he spent a lot of the season at right back. He spent a lot of the season midfield. Uh, we spoke about him quite a lot in an episode a couple of weeks ago, um, talking about you know what we expected from him. And uh, one of the things Jamie said was he expected Jason Knight at this level to set the world alight and he'd come down and be the best player and be a standout. Um, I don't think he has been, um, but I think he's one of those players where Whatever league he's in, wherever he is, he'll always be a consistent 6 out of 10, 7 out of 10 every week. Um, he'll always work hard. He'll always give you everything. Is he an outstanding technical player? No. But he's got that work rate. He's got that desire. And he has got the ability to play at a higher level. Um, and for that and he reason, bloody loves to be fouled. He does. He's really good at that. He is good at yeah. that. But uh, Jack Grealish-esque. It is actually, it is actually a little bit. He's a smart player, but I think, to be honest, he's our most saleable asset. And for that reason, if we got a bid of five, six, seven million, and it'd have to be a bid of five, six, seven million, I'd let Jason Knight go because I feel like you can get players with energy. You can get players with that sort of thing in this division for a lot less. Um, and I think it'd be good for him for his career as well. I think if he wants to play internationally going forwards, he can't stay in League One for his whole career. So I think for that reason, of all the players that we've got, I think Knighty would be the one I'd let go if it meant we could bring in five or six players with that money. What do you reckon, Chris? Yeah, I mean, I I would want to keep him, obviously. But then I'm thinking if we got a combined, okay, let's be let's be reasonable here, a combined 10 million for him and Aaron and Aaron Cashian, I mean that can do a lot of damage in League One. Mm. Um, I think I think the problem would be is if we kept him and next season didn't go according to plan, his value suddenly plummets. And it's zero. To get him. He's out of contract. Yeah. Well, there you go. So yeah, I mean, I he's one of those players I really like. I really enjoyed watching him play. I thought he did a sterling job at right wing back. Um, he'll play anywhere, and he loves he loves the he loves the club. But I think if the right bid does come in, yeah, we have to wish we have to wish him well. But it needs to be. I wouldn't go as far as um, as much much as cash in in terms of income, but it needs to be a hefty figure, and it needs mm. to be a figure where we can get at least two or three players at this level that will do better than him or as mm. good as him. Yeah, I mean, at that age, you're paying for potential as well, aren't you? Um, and being a young lad, he's a young lad, he's a full international, he's got, what, 15, 20 caps for Ireland. So, you know, that's that's a decent amount of pedigree. And he's played over 100 and some games for Derby as well. So he's he's experienced. So I think, yeah, uh, to be honest, I, I know what you're saying there, Chris. I think Knight, yeah, I think Knight would go for more than cashing to be honest with you, simply because of his international pedigree. But, yeah, I agree with you. What do you reckon, Vic? Um, 
Well, I'm going to be a bit controversial now. I'm going to say Selim, uh, purely because I don't think I've seen enough from him over the years, especially last season in League One, where we thought he'd he'd probably be the best player in the league. Um, his goals and assists don't really match his work rate. I mean, his work rate is incredible. Uh, and I th- he's definitely a Paul Warren type player, so I won't be surprised mm. to see him stay. But for me, like you said, he's probably the most saleable asset that we have. Having said that, I think he'd probably go for about two, three million. Um, probably less, slightly less than Cashin, even though he's a full international. And I think they'll follow in the B League mold. He'll probably have that pressure from the international management team that he's got at Ireland, and then he'll probably want to play high, and, and rightly so. Uh, mm. So I'd sell him. Yeah, yeah. Um, ben? Um, I'm going to disagree with you there. I don't think he is a Paul Warren type player. I think if he was a winger and he had a bit more pace and he had a bit more physicality about him, I think then he could really operate in a sort of Riyad Mahrez type of way where he's cutting in, he's playing balls, and he's getting fouled. But in in the midfield, he, he, Paul Warren really values not only the passing to be able to progress the ball uh, far up the pitch with a hoof in the last 80 minutes or so, but he also needs uh, the physicality to just break uh, forwards down. And he doesn't have either of that. And unless he is playing in that 10 role, where we'll come on to it, a player that I think should be starting in our 10 role. Um, Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I I don't think he fits the direction that the club's going in. Um, and I love him to pieces. I think he's a fantastic player. But five million, yeah, Burnley. I'm, I'm not sure they'll want him now they're in the Premier League. But uh, Watford, sure. Why not? <laughs> we Jason can't lose Knight to be the next Riyad Mahrez. Just writing this down. Yeah. <laughs> Similar players. <laughs> Very well, similar. Could, I, was thinking that, yes, yeah, I was thinking that yesterday. Actually, what's enough? That's Jason Knight out there. <laughs> no, I, I get where you're coming from. Yeah, right. Let's end this. I'm, 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 it makes me sad thinking about it. He's a, he's a good lad. Um, right. We'll whistle through the next couple. Um, so, Max Bird, I think it is stay there's no reason to let bird go i think selling wise he wouldn't go for anywhere near as much as the other two simply because of the position he plays um i think he's dependable i think he really stepped up as vice captain um and you saw when he got injured against west ham our entire form was dropped off a cliff um uh, when he was playing and he was at full flow he was one of the best players in our team i'm not going to exaggerate and say in the league because i think that'd be a step too far but he was definitely one of our better players um and we missed him a lot he came back he wasn't fully fit you can't judge him on that but that time beforehand he was instrumental in the form we were in so yeah i think birds stay what do you reckon chris keep vice captain next yep Cool, Vic. <laughs> yeah, keep it. Again, he's part of that spine that I'm imagining Derby will have next season. Uh, he'll be integral to that. So, yeah, got to keep him. Good stuff, Ben. And when Wayne Rooney says that you're his favourite player at the club, uh, I think there's going to be a little something about the player. So, yeah, need him. Need him for our hopeful promotion charge in 23-24.
Let's hope you're right. Let's hope you're right. That was an easy one. Uh, one, to one onto one that might be a bit more difficult. So, Connor Hurohan. Now, I thought Hurohan was great for large parts of the season. I think there's some games where he really, really stepped up. I think I know we lost as well in that Chef Wednesday game, but I thought he was excellent in that game. Um, you know, he got loads of goals, loads of assists. Um, got something like I think it was seventeen or eighteen goal involvements from midfield, which isn't too 17, bad. Seventeen, seven goals, ten assists. Statman there we ben. go. Eric there we go. go. So thanks. <laughs> and so you know that that they're impressive stats, aren't they? Um, with a you know a, a proper finisher in front of him. Obviously, with Godric was quality, but a proper penalty box predator in front of him. I think he probably gets more assists than that as well. Um, I think. Conor Hurahan, it'd be his last year at Derby, I reckon, but I'd definitely keep him because even, I mean, I don't think he'd like it, but even if he wasn't starting every single game and instrumental in every single game, I think he'd have a huge part to play. What do you reckon, Chris? Yeah, definitely keep him. I think he's one of those where, you know, you I've seen it a few times at Pride Park this season where the opposition fans have been looking at the team lineups and seen Hurahan on the bench and you just look at the thing. God, they've got some depth to be able to have Hurahan on the bench. If only they knew. But yeah, I think he's, he's one of them. He, he does have a bit of stardust about him. Um, I wasn't his biggest fan last season. I'll hang, I'll hold I'll hold 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 my hands up. But I do think Pompey at home, Sheffield Wednesday again. He was man of Sheffield Wednesday away. He was man of the match on both occasions. Um, so yeah, I think he'll definitely do a job for us next season, and he'll want. I think it will be his last season. You're right, and he'll want to get us up. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Good stuff, yeah. And seeing Harvey White on the pitch and him on the bench still fills me with great pain to this day. Uh, Vic, what do you reckon? Yeah, uh, Corahan got to keep for me. Uh, 17 goals involvement speaks for itself. He's probably probably our best sort of set piece taker as well at the club, I'd, I'd reckon, from corners and free kicks. Um, so I'd keep him. His experience is invaluable. And yeah, I reckon he'll probably just do this year and then he'll probably move into coaching full time. So yeah, I'd keep him. Good stuff. Uh, ben? Yeah. Um, so he's just signed up to be Aston Villa's under-16 coach uh, for next season, which I hope doesn't like put too much pressure on him for performing at Derby and then going and coaching <laughs> in the evenings. Um, but if he does want to pivot his career into coaching... Vic does it. I... Vic does do it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, he, if he does want to pivot his career into coaching... I'm sure uh, we could get a set piece coach in, mm. and I don't know. I, I'm sure that, especially, hopefully, as a championship club, when he does retire, um, we could bring him in for that. Because I don't think I've I've seen a set piece taker, you know, at, at that sort of consistent level. Nathan Byrne was pretty good, mm. but I, I think he only got a maximum of two or three assists in the season. Great, yeah. great balls in just no um finishing on that but to actually get the results that he has is is very very impressive yeah yep completely agree and yeah hopefully as well i mean coaching on an evening 
he'll be learning from other coaches too. And if he can take something to Derby, anything at all, then yeah, I see that as a bonus. Um, I've got a player that it's, it's, it'll be a quick conversation. Liam Thompson. Now I, I like Liam Thompson. Uh, I know he's about three feet tall, but I like him. I think he's a good player. I do think at some point in the future, uh, quite me on saying this as well. I think he'll be a fullback one day. I think he will slowly transition to fullback because I think with his height, I can't. He can't play centre mid. He can't be a holding midfielder at five foot five, or however tall he is. Um, I like him. I think he's a good little player. Um, obviously, that performance against Fulham two years ago, he's kind of lived off a little bit. I think he could build. He's got energy. I'm sure Paul Warren would like him. He's got the technical ability. He just needs the confidence. I think it's another quite an easy one. He's a young lad. Keep him around and hopefully he'll build. What do you think, Chris? Yeah, um, he reminds me of where Jason Knight was three, four years years ago. And I think Knight went to wing back because he had to. I think uh, Tolo will go to wing back because he wants to. Um, I think he's spot on there. Yeah, he's a good young player. And um, yeah, we wouldn't get any money for him, would we? So, no. Keep him and let's and let's see how he grows. Yep, and let's hope he does. Vic. Yep, same really keep him. He's he can be high Mr. Versatile, um, playing different positions if we need him to. Um I think his game will develop. Um and like I said, he's probably got no monetary value anyway, so probably better just to keep him. Mm. Uh Ben. Uh don't really like him at all. I sigh every time he's on the team sheet. Uh, just don't just don't think he can compete at this level. Simple as. Um, but again, he's he's best mates with Max Bird and Louis Sibley. They went to Dubai together, I think. So hopefully those two can uh, teach him a little bit on their time off. <laughs> Liam, if you are listening, please don't listen to any of that. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah. nah, is it's fair enough. I think he's he's got a lot of growing to do, but I'm sure he knows that better than anyone. And I don't mean that vertically. I mean, as a player, I think he's you know he's he's a player that has the potential to be a good player. I think at Championship level, he actually looks more mm. quality than he, he does at League One because there's a little bit more quality in the Championship, and he's a decent player. So yeah, let's just see how he grows, and I'm sure we'll come back to him in a, in a year's time and maybe say the same thing. Um, but now on to the final midfielder. Now, this is the one who I think you might have been on about as a number 10, Ben, earlier in the episode. Louis Sibley. Um, now, I was bitterly disappointed um, with Louis Sibley last season. Uh, when he came through, he initially broke onto the scene. Uh, brilliant. What a player. Um, he looked unstoppable. He was fearless. Um, and yeah, he... he you know, he, he used to work himself up, get himself into everything. Yeah, he got a couple of bookings, but he used to win games pretty much by himself. And now he looks a shadow of what he was. He looks devoid of confidence. He doesn't do the things that he did before. Um, and I, I've been really, really disappointed because I thought coming down to League One, he'd hit the ground running, score loads of goals, set loads of goals up. You know, he has had a couple of games where he scored great goals. He did all right at left back. He put in a decent shift there, but I don't know what Wayne really did to him, but he seems to be a shadow of the player he was under Philip Koku. So I obviously I'd keep him. Again, he's a young lad. He's got real potential to grow. I think he's only 21. So, you know, you, you, you want him to grow as a player, but yeah, it's just a frustrating one. What do you reckon, Chris? Obviously I'd keep him though. 
Yeah, I'd keep him. I mean, I remember the days when we were talking about him as the direct replacement to, um, what's his name? Lawrence, sorry. Um, you know, he was he was going to play that, num that number 10 role and he's just not taken his chances. He's been hugely disappointing. Um, I echo everything you say on that. Um, but I think the size of our squad, he's one of those we can't really afford to lose. So, yeah, keep him and hopefully we, we, we don't need him too much. Um, and hopefully he has that season where he comes on a few times and creates a little bit of magic. But, yeah, very underwhelming this season. Yeah, I, th I think it's also important to stress that he, he had had a couple of years where nothing had gone his way. So, you know, you can understand that it wouldn't pick up maybe instantly. But, yeah, it's been disappointing. And although, to be fair, he's not had a lot of time in his best position. So who knows? Um, Vic, what do you reckon? Uh, he's a player I'd like to sell uh, just purely because I've been, I haven't been that impressed with him over the years. I mean, he's, he had that hat trick in the COVID season against Millwall and never really kicked on from there. Um, and again, similar to what we thought about Jason Knight, we thought Louis Sibley would have set the world alight in League One. Admittedly, he hasn't played in his uh, favourite position, did a decent job at left-back, but I think even for the betterment of his career, I think he probably needs to move on as well. I think it's going to become a bit more, it's going to become stale if he does stay. And I don't think Paul Warren probably will include him in his plans that much next season. So yeah, I'd, uh, I'd cash in on him while we can. Yeah. Sorry, and I've just and I've just realised, Jake. I had him in my cell list. I was busily agreeing away with you, but no, he's, <laughs> he's in my cell list. Yeah, fair enough. What do you reckon, Ben? Um, I really like Louis Sibley. I like the way he plays. I like the technique that he has. But in terms of how he's been playing, it's been very disappointing. He needs a more Jamie Vardy-like attitude, where he drinks two Red Bulls, kicks a bin, um, rips Rick up. Morris, Jamie Vardy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> keep going. Um, <laughs> we'll, uh, yeah, he just needs a bit more of that fire that he had. Remember him in the Man United game where he was constant bat battling with Scott McTominay. Um, we need some of that fire back. Um, and and that confidence as well um, to know that he can uh, drift in between defenders and teams because mm -hmm. I yeah. don't think he really believes it too much at the moment. Yeah, well, it's interesting you say about the fire because um, I'm quite good mates with one of his good mates, uh, and he told me he used to get himself like really angry before games, like really like psych himself up, and you could see that on the pitch yeah. because he'd be running around like a madman. And I think, to be honest, both Rooney and Warren have taken a little bit of that out of him. And, you know, whilst they've got a player that's more disciplined and more mature, they've also got a player that's lost the spark and the fire that he once had. And that spark and fire was what made him a special player. You know, he's, there's moments where he plays well, but when he's not, you know, I mean, against Man United, when he came on and he made that run down the right, and he beat about three players before putting it across the box. He hasn't done that once in League One. Uh, and you think, you know, he's got so much potential and I'll be genuinely gutted if he never meets it because, yeah, there was a time when, you know, it looked like he was going to be a Premier League star. And I think Leeds put in a bit of like six, seven million for him, didn't they? And we rejected it. So, yeah, 
Let's we see maybe on that should one. have taken that. We we maybe should have done. We maybe should have done. But then it that. may it would have killed me if he played for Leeds. Mm, I think it would have killed would him have as absolutely well. Absolutely killed me. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Um, right. On to wingers then. Uh, so we only have two wingers and one striker at the minute. Um, so the first one we'll go to is Nathaniel Mendes Lang. Uh, Mendes Lang, I really like him. I think he had a good season. He picked up that injury and slowed down a little bit towards the end. But, you know, he's he's kept himself fit in the off-season. He's been playing five-a-side at Birmingham Power League for some reason. Um, and he just seems... He loves football. He seems to love it at Derby. Uh, he was really good at the start of last season. He's about to get a call-up. And I can't remember who he's... Oh, is it... Is it oh, who is it? Who's he getting Guatemala. Guatemala. Guatemala, that's the one. That's the one. It slipped out my mind. Uh, he's about to go play at the Gold Cup, maybe, as well, which would be a great experience for him. So... Menes Lang, he's, we wouldn't get any money from him anyway because he's old. Uh, no brainer. Keep him. Let him carry on. Get some more options in so we can rotate him a little bit more later in the season. Um, and yeah, hopefully he can keep building his stock as a bit of a Derby Court hero. Um, I'm scared to ask this, but what do you reckon, Chris? He's the other one that I don't care. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm honestly not 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 bothered. Um, I thought his form towards the end of the season was atrocious, um, and yeah, he's one of those. I honestly, if, if he left tomorrow, I wouldn't lose any lose any sleep. Started off really well, but um, I think we can get we can get a whole lot better. So. Fair enough, uh, Vic. Uh, Got to keep him for me. Um, he's probably the only one with any, any genuine pace in the side. Um, so, <laughs> so we've got to keep him. Um, I think if we can keep him fit for the whole season, we'll see the player that we saw earlier on. I remember the run he did against, I think it was Plymouth. Or was it Plymouth? And there was that goal he scored. He was electric during the opening part of the season. If we can get him to do that consistently, he's going to be a world beater at this level. So, yeah, I'd keep him. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. Ben? If you can play professional football without a neck, there's a very <laughs> special player in there. Um, I think he's been very underutilised playing as a wing-back. That's not his position. No. He needs that freedom to be able to breeze past defenders and cut in. And he's got a decent delivery on him. Um, but, he again, yeah, I, I agree. The past... Um, last games of the season appalling uh the Portsmouth at home especially he couldn't put a foot right um but I hope that was just uh his excitement for playing for Guatemala and um we'll have a fully fledged Guatemalan international on it in our team next season uh putting defenders on their ass <laughs> let's hope so yeah if you can get that form back and and yeah, have a bit more belief in, in himself. I th I'm sure he'll do all right. I'm sure he'll do all right. He's a great option to have as well. Um, and on to the other one, Tom Barkazen. Now, I find Barkazen a weird one because obviously he came in with a lot of fanfare. I think he was our first signing, wasn't he? A uh, lot of excitement, you know, can play up front, can play on the wing. He didn't really live up to those expectations, but I don't think that was all down to him. I think he had, he had a lot of time at wing back, uh, a position I don't think he's necessarily good at. Um, he didn't get much chance to run in behind, play the positions he wants to play. Um, and I don't think he got a continued run in the team when he was actually in form. And I remember every time he sort of play well and then he'd get dropped the next few games. Um, and that was always a little bit bizarre. So 
I think again, keep Barkhausen around. He's in his prime age. He's you know he's got pace. I'd hopefully if we're playing a three-five-two, I'd like to see him up front. Because if you've got a player with that sort of pace getting in behind and, you know, he's he's not too bad in front of goal either, you've got a real player there um, and someone that can make a difference. So, yeah, Barkhausen's one I'd keep around. Chris? Um, he's one I would sell because I don't think he's a poor one type type player. However, I wouldn't want to get rid of Mendes Lang and Barks. I think we would then be left with us. Well, we would be left with nothing, wouldn't wouldn't we? And I don't want to rely on getting so many players in again. So you'd be left with Jason Knight playing the Real Mares role. <laughs> well, there you go. I, 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 I would keep him if we get rid of Mendes Lang. I'd sell him if we get if we keep Mendes Lang. If that makes sense. Mm. Um, but but either of them, I'm not overly bothered. But we need to get some replacements in. Interesting, you mentioned him playing up front. I agree. In fact, I think that's the only role. Um, in the three-five-two, he could he could possibly play. Um, so yeah, if he's going to be a backup striker, maybe. But mm-hmm. again, he's been very underwhelming this season, in my opinion. Yeah, Chris. Oh, Chris. What am I talking about, Vic? I'm, it's so hot in here. <laughs> we are easily confused. We do. Look I know. Very you do look very similar. <laughs> um, I'd I'd keep him again. Another player with pace. He had that purple patch where he really showed his form. He scored was it like four goals in three games, uh, and then got dropped um, for reasons unknown. I think if again with the same with Men- Mendes Lang, if you can get that consistency with him, I think we'll see. A really good player there, uh, so I'd keep him just purely because we haven't got any wingers anyway to play that three-five-two. Yeah, yeah, um, and I think as well, I, I was at that Cheltenham game uh, where he scored. He, he looked brilliant. He tore Cheltenham to shreds and then got dropped. So yeah, it was a it was a weird time. Hopefully, if he can find that form again, it'll be it'll be some player for us. Um, ben, what do you reckon, Tom Barkhausen? I like him. Um, I just want to see more really um just more numbers getting in there getting in behind more um yeah he's fine he's a decent league one player <laughs> yeah completely agree yes yeah, pretty pretty good assessment um right last and least right is uh striker extraordinaire um i will be honest right i was really really disappointed by him and we said in the season review didn't we i think all of us said we expected a little bit more um, I think he's, he's, I mean, we knew he wasn't going to be a great technical footballer, but I was surprised just by how poor he was at times, uh, throughout the whole season. The man is obviously James Collins. Um, uh, to be honest, Collins is a weird one. I've actually got him down in my keep section, uh, quite simply for depth because he's a player that will occasionally find the back of the net and if you're lumping balls into the box Collins could be the man that you want in there I mean he can't hit a ball which is baffling uh, for a striker that scored so many goals in his career but he's the sort of player you want in and around the box Um, yeah I think obviously I wouldn't want him started please for the love of God no I don't want him started Uh, but but I'd definitely keep him Uh, what do you reckon Chris? Yeah, I think um, I, I wouldn't be quite as scathing as you on his performance, but he's not being brilliant. Um, but I would be very concerned if he started next season as our number as our num- number nine, and I mean starting lineup and also squad number as well. We need a new number nine, um, and I don't care if it offends him that he gets the nine 
taken off him. Um, yeah, he'll be he'll be a good backup striker um, for league for League One. I don't think you find many clubs in League One who wouldn't have him coming off the bench. But yeah, if we're relying on what have we talked about playing three five two, him and Barkhausen up front at the start of next season, we've got serious issues. Yeah, I, th- I think number nineteen would suit him really nicely too. <laughs> yeah, number thirty-two. Well, maybe. That's, that's what Chris Martin wore when he came back, wasn't it? So yeah, nineteen's perfect. <laughs> I think thirty-two would be perfect. All the useless attackers that we've had: Connor Salmon, Rooney. Uh, you know, <laughs> all of those that can't score goals. Uh, Vic, what do you reckon, mate? Uh, I'd keep him as a backup striker. Um... He'd be that sort of striker you'd bring in, bring on with like 10 minutes to go to bully defenders, uh, run about, he run, he's got a lot of energy. Having said that, though, I know a lot of people are underwhelmed by him, but his whole career was, his, his whole career has been like a, a goal every three games. And I think he averaged that at Derby last season. It's one in so. four. It was one it's in one four. He scored 11 in 44, yeah. Yeah, so he's, he's hitting pretty much where he's where his whole career has i think he just had that barren season at luton didn't he so um yeah keep him as a backup but i, I don't think he'd be a starting player next season yeah i hope you're right <laughs> i hope you're right uh ben last but not least uh, i'd just like to correct you that uh the last player to wear number 32 for derby was actually good Eliobi. <laughs> Oh, of course but he didn't play up front so it's fine no but he, he wore number 32 so <laughs> Uh, yes, James Collins, I think, is the most confidence player we have in the squad. Um, he needs to know that there's that belief in him. Um, I don't really, <laughs> I, I, this is going to sound strange, I don't appreciate uh, how hard he works only to back it up with that poor finishing. Um, keep him, but I only want to see him on the team sheet for cup games, but at 70 minutes, if you want a striker to come on and work hard and uh, brush the tired defenders around, then sure, why not? But I don't appreciate him in the starting 11. Pompey at home, the penultimate game of the season, that was exactly what we need him to do. He, He came on, mixed it up a bit, scored a really good goal. Let's not, Let's not forget that was a really good finish. Um, but then it was typical with James Collins, wasn't it? Ten minutes later, he gets the ball down on his chest on the edge of the box and it's row double Z. So that is typical James James Collins. But that's what we need him for. Seven, 70 minutes, something a bit different. We know we can finish at times. Um, and yeah, that, that Pompey home game was, I think, what we need to see, how we need to use him. I'll tell you what's different about that game as well. Um, he actually played down the middle because I know you talk. people talk about his work rate. Uh, to be honest, I think that's a little bit of a myth. I, I think he, he sprints into positions that are just a complete waste of time. He chases defenders in the corner. You're never getting that ball. And he didn't. He never won the ball, not once in an entire season, 44 games. And he didn't win it once, but he still kept trying to do it. And all he was doing was pulling himself out of position and... 
he was never in the right place. He'd, you know, he'd make runs that were just a complete waste of time. But that, I'll have you know, if you check the pressures per ninety stat, <laughs> oh my god, he is. I, I don't know. I don't even know if that's a real stat. But, it is. Um, it is okay. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm sure he's average for the league. <laughs> but yeah, he's. I know. He, he does a lot of running that I'd say is worthless, and it sounds really bad, but he does a lot of pointless running. Um, in that Pompey game, he came on, played down the middle, and stayed in the middle. Um, and he got himself in good himself in good positions. And then with the goal, he got himself in a good position. Ball comes in, takes down, scores. That's what you want from him. So if he can do that, I think it will change a lot of people's minds, including mine, about him. And I hope he does. I really, really do hope he does. Um, but yeah, I don't have the most confidence. If I'm being honest with you guys. But right, that's all of our players. This went on a lot longer than I thought it would. God, I'm I'm really sorry. Um, I thought it would be over a lot earlier than this. Um, but yeah, lads, I've enjoyed this. It's been good. Um, are there any players that anyone thinks, you know, if we're going to sell one player, which one would it be? Shout out ideas. Who do you reckon? Jason Knight. Jason Knight. Yeah, same with me. One player I would just like to give a mention to who I'd, I'd like to see brought into the first team from the under 21s or 23s when it's called is Darren Robinson. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah, I think it's typical that he plays in midfield most of the time, isn't it? I think he can play at fullback, so I might be wrong. But yeah, he looked really good, didn't he, when he played earlier in the season, in pre-season. So yeah, I think he's the next one off the off the conveyor belt. Yeah, of six. If you see the, 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 the under 21's profiles, it is sad. Yeah. What we used to have. I know. I know. It's not great. Um, we've got a comment in from Ryan Jono who says, Great podcast, lads. Which players would you sell to make the squad promotion contenders? I hope we've covered that, Ryan. Um, I think, as we all know, we probably need to bring in another eight to 10 players. Um, which well, is, selling yeah. James Collins and Liam Thompson will make us a Champions League side. <laughs> That's it, hundred million each, and yeah, we'll be yeah. laughing. <laughs> right, nice one, lads. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure, people. If you did enjoy listening, uh, please consider checking out some of the other episodes. We've done less reactive stuff recently. They're more, I, I'm going to say, timeless. That sounds like I'm bragging, but they're ones you can listen to anytime uh, that we've done in recent weeks. Um, so yeah please do check it out if you like video you can check out all the previous episodes on youtube at youtube.com slash at ramstalk pod uh come on twitter come have a chat with us let us know what you think uh twitter at ramstalk pod uh we put clips out and get you guys talking about stuff and we really like getting you all involved and last but certainly not least thank you to you three lads for coming on a, a well it was a sunny night it's now a thundery night um thank you for coming and joining me to talk about derby so nice one lads not a problem away days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com this podcast is proud to be part of the talk sport fan network talk sport powered by fans